Good afternoon. We're your hosts, Grant Cohn, Ryan G. Hensley. Niners had practice like four hours ago. They got a couple more in front of the media. This is it. One more preseason game, and then we got the season. We've been focused the entire offseason on the offense, the quarterbacks. So I think we're going to sort of move away from that a little bit today, talk about other things. We're going to do a 53-man roster projection, but not first. First, we're going to air out grievances that don't have to do with the offense. So let's start with the defense. I'm a little concerned about it. I feel like coming into this, or every season, we just assume the defense is going to be great because it always is. But if you step back, for a defense to be consistently great five years in a row, three coordinators deep, would be kind of remarkable. And so far, I think there's some questions. Like, what we've seen from the defense in uh, the preseason hasn't been good. They haven't been really stopping the run. And then today, they got diced up by all three quarterbacks. And, I mean, I don't know that any of them are elite, but they all looked elite today. Bosa's not there. There's no word on when he's coming back. The court, the, the new coordinator hasn't had a super great track record. I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some reason to be concerned, too, especially you start looking at the nickel. I think Steve Wilkes hinted today that they might go with dual nickel, right? They might have Isaiah Oliver on, like, more rundowns, Diamondor Lenore on on passing downs. Uh, there's a lot going on there, like the defensive line, the depth there. Uh, Hargrave so far hasn't panned out, at least in practice and in preseason games like we were hoping. He looks a little, uh, if I'm being honest, a little Am out I the shape. only one? Am I the only one that noticed that? I mean, he looks yeah. a little bigger than he did in, in Philly. Maybe it's the gold pants. Maybe they're not slimming. But he also seems like the guy with his hands on his hips after every play. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't – he hasn't – I've been watching him closely in the preseason games, and I haven't seen much from him. Um, so that's definitely something to look for. Uh, Ken Law seems to be – I don't know. He was sick last week, so we'll see. But – um, he had a really strong training camp, but you're not seeing it during the games. He's uh, really good in training camp. He's really good in practice. Yeah, but yeah. it would have been nice if he could have played in this last preseason game. He'll have another one coming up on Friday. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, there's a couple of surprises. Like, I think Marlon Davidson has looked pretty good um, on the defensive line. Um, but overall, it just seems like the D-line is not as deep, as good as it's been in previous years. And so that's a little bit concerned. I think linebacker, I'm not worried. I think linebackers were, were solid. I think they actually have the place, the people in place from a corner standpoint um, and safety. I like the corners, the safeties, the linebackers. You know, obviously, if Bosa was there, the starting D-line would be good. Um, I want to see more from Hargrave. I want to see more depth from the D-line. But I think overall, the biggest issue is probably Wilkes. Uh, and I'm not saying that he's going to have a disastrous season. But I, I think he's filling out his way with this defense and how he wants to run it with the blitzes and so forth. And I think overall the Niners have not prepared roster-wise to stop the run. They seem to really struggle um, stopping the run. They don't have that big body guy that a lot of teams have. It's just not their, their MO. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I think the 49ers defense could be good, but they could definitely take a step back this year as well. I definitely could take a step back. I, I don't have questions about Fred Warner. Or Talanoa Hufunga. I think those two guys are pretty established. Deshaun Gibson, really good player, getting older, but they also have Jai. I feel like safety and middle linebacker, they're good. But let's talk Dre Greenlaw. I mean, he's hurt right now. Been hurt the last couple weeks. 
he played three games two years ago. He misses games every year. I'm a little concerned about Greenlaw. I'm concerned about Hargrave. What kind of shape is he in? I'm concerned about Bosa. Where is he? I think they're missing Samson Ebukam. I think they're missing Jimmy Ward. Um, so I'm concerned about Cleveland Farrell, Drake Jackson, um, Isaiah Oliver. And then they're hyping up Ambry Thomas. Excuse me if I'm a little skeptical of that one. I know he's had some nice reps, but like he hasn't faced some wide receivers like he's going to have to face. And then, like, I mean, Samuel Womack. I mean, I feel, feel like there's a lot of questions with this defense. We haven't even talked about their depth. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, the biggest issue is the line, the D line, right? Like, like I'm okay with all the DBs. Um, I think their their defensive back unit is actually pretty strong if you look at it compared to previous years. Traverse Ward, Yama Lenore. I like Womack. He seems like a playmaker. Deshaun Jameson, we'll see what he ends up doing. Ambry Thomas, um, he struggled last year, but he seems to be doing better this year. And Womack then- makes me nervous because he gives up big plays. Like, he gave up a 40-yard catch to Tay Martin today. He's always really close, and then they goes up, and then the wide receiver catches the ball. I don't. T- Samuel Womack makes me nervous, even though he's close. Hmm. Big I, plays. I, I think it's – I mean, to me, he looks good. I think that maybe the only thing that's – hurting Womack he seems small but he's long uh and he makes plays on the only he almost had an interception against who was it, the Raiders or was it the Broncos uh, I forget but he almost, almost. A, yeah yeah he, he was right there I, yeah I, I'm wondering with Isaiah Oliver if they feel like they need to keep him because they paid him and they brought him over and it was Wilkes guy because I Quantra's night has looked pretty damn good as well and it seems almost like he might be having a better offseason than than uh Isaiah Oliver so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I mean, maybe Isaiah Oliver will work out. I mean, still Steve Wilkes handpicked the guy. Uh, but so far. They gave him a two-year deal, man. Yeah. They gave him a two-year deal with um, almost $3 million guaranteed. Sometimes I feel like they get stuck in these contracts, like, because they've basically gave him a contract saying that they were the guy, that they kind of stick with it. Like, you might see that with Moody, right? Because they spent that draft capital on him. Right. him so high. Uh, they might keep him regardless of whether he's consistent or not, at least in the beginning. Here's one reason to be a little concerned about Wilkes. I, I feel like he's the – he hasn't been a coordinator that long. He, I think he's been a coordinator four years in the NFL. He's a longtime DB coach. Yeah. And the DBs he brought in this year, Isaiah Oliver, Miles Hartsfield, Darrell Luter Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Darrell Luter Jr., um, yeah, I, I got high hopes for him, but I think Taylor Hawkins looks better than Miles Hartfield and um, Isaiah Oliver. I, I haven't seen anything great from him at all yet, so that's going to hurt him on, reputation wise if he goes and looks for a head coaching job because that's a big part of what head coaches do, right? Spot talent, bring them in, and those guys are not uh, at least yet they're not really exciting. Here's my take on the defense from this offseason: they just kind of feel like they know their best player isn't there. They know D'Amico isn't there, and they're kind of just waiting for the season to start and Nick Bosa to show up. They don't feel like they have a whole lot to prove. Like last year, they were kicking Trey Lance's butt every day. This year, now they are intercepting Brock Purdy a lot, but I just feel like they're giving up so many underneath throws without really contesting him. They used to make Jimmy Garoppolo work for that stuff. This year, it's like, go ahead, Brock, man, you know. Are they, keep are they keep checking in? it down. What are, are they? Are their DBs filling in after they blitz? Because it, I know they're more aggressive on the blitz, and if they're blitzing but the DBs aren't filling in, maybe that's why all these underneath throws are available because they're more aggressive that way. 
All I know is that Jimmy Garoppolo tore up this defense in practice, and then Aiden O'Connell tore it up in a game. Uh, I mean, Russell Wilson was just running right through this defense. Like, they're still not good in short yardage. That was an issue for them last year. Yeah. They're still getting pushed off the ball in short yardage. They still can't contain a mobile quarterback. Um, I'm not I'm not seeing, like, the improvements that Steve Wilkes has brought to this defense. Now, maybe once Nick Bosa comes back, it'll all click. But right now, yeah. Well, I don't know. That's why I honestly, Grant, I was just thinking about it today, predicting the, the Pittsburgh game. I feel like the Niners are more talented, but I feel like Mike Tomlin is going to have those guys ready to go. And because it's an away game, I actually I'm leaning Pittsburgh right now because of that. I feel like Wilk, I, I feel like Shannon always starts slow. I'm concerned about the special teams, and I think Wilkes is going to take some time to fill out this defense. How aggressive can he be? Who who should he play where? Etc. I think it's going to take some time. So it's entirely possible the 49ers start slow, but they got the talent there that I'm assuming at some point they'll figure it out and work it out. Yeah, um, I think Niner fans are going to be. I don't, I mean, the the Javon Hargrave experience is going to be interesting because they're giving him basically the contract they didn't give Buckner. Buckner's like an Iron Man. He's on the he's on the field four to five snaps. He's mostly out there. Hargrave isn't like that at all. I think he's the kind of guy you have out there. You know, three out of five snaps kind of guy. Sixty percent of the time, paying him a lot of money, so he's got to really produce when he's out there, and he's not a an asset against the run. He's a, he's got to get. He's They're built sacks. Like a run, he's yeah. built like a run stopper, but, but he's, he's not. A, he's not a run yeah. stopper. He's yeah. not a run stopper. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll keep we've got to monitor this defense, especially in this last preseason game. It's just been flying under the radar, and then this is not under the radar. Special teams is like annoyingly inconsistent right now. This was a whole thing for the Niners last year. Mm-hmm. They felt the a big reason they didn't make the Super Bowl the year before was special teams, and if they could just shore that up. And they did a really good special teams last year between Robbie Gold and their coverage and their uh, return with Ray Ray McLeod. They were really good. Now Gold is like they don't want him anymore. And his replacement seems to have like the yips in preseason games. Yeah. And the, the starting returners hurt. The backup returners hurt. Um, George Odom's hurt. Um, other than that, special teams looking great. Yeah, they had, I mean, they had a lot of penalties in the preseason games, the special teams unit. That's a big problem right there. Wichnowski, I'm sure he'll figure it out, but he was shanking punts left and right or actually just right um, during the preseason games. So that was sketch. Jake Moody is very inconsistent. And I feel like the Niners, because like I said, they're so invested in him, they're, they're going to roll with Jake Moody regardless and hope he figures it out along the way, which is definitely a concern. Ray Ray McLeod being injured. That's their go-to return man. Uh, so they're going to roll with probably like a Ronnie Bell or a Deshaun Jameson. And, uh, you know, those guys are unproven at the NFL level. So, you know, special teams are very important. It gets overlooked by a lot of people, a lot of fans, but it can make or break a game for you guys. And uh, Niners need to get it together. I'm a little concerned about special teams right now. I don't think there's any reason why anyone wouldn't be concerned based on what we've seen so far. I just feel like big picture – this is a team that used to be defined by its depth and pretty much being great at everything besides quarterback. Now, the whole offseason has been about their quarterback. They're telling themselves that they have this super special guy in Brock Purdy, and like it feels like the details are kind of falling away. Like, everyone's just waiting for Brock Purdy and nine starters on offense and defense to sort of carry everyone, and Kyle. 
the main characters of the team, the Avengers. But what about the other 43 guys? It seems like those 43 aren't nearly as good as the other 43 the Niners had. Call the, you got the Cabo click and the other 43. Those other 43 are really important. And I don't think they're as good this year as they were in the past. They're top-heavy. They're top-heavy yeah. now. They're becoming more expensive. Yeah. And you see uh, that on special teams. You see it on special teams. Yeah, and then the guys like like we go back to when we're talking about defense. If Jordan Odom, Odom makes it just for special teams, uh, then you're losing value. I think because I honestly think when I see Taylor Hawkins, he looks like the best. So I have like Huff, Gibson, Brown, and Hawkins to me are my top four. But George Odom might have to take a roster spot just to contribute to special teams. Uh, I'm not sure what Hawkins does on special teams. Have you seen him do anything in special teams? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, so no. it's going to be interesting how this develops, man. I've been really focusing on this top 53. They got a lot of tough, tough decisions to make uh, in a lot of different places. Yep, absolutely. All right, we're going to uh, get to the 53-man roster in a second, but before we do – Want to mention our sponsor, BetUS, the first, the first sponsor for this channel. Really proud to have them. And what you need to know about them is it's the easiest, bet pl best place to place any type of online wager. If you want to sign up, there's a link in the description. There's a link in the chat box. And you can make any kind of bet, you know, basketball, baseball, casino games, whatever you want to do. But these are Niner fans. And I think it's really fun going on BetUS and just checking out the prop bets or whatever bets you can bet on for the Niners. Uh, do you like Purdy? Are you, do you want to bet on him this year? You can. Do you want to bet against him? You can. Do you want to bet? Do you want to fade this team? Do you want to bet, for, you know, think, say that they're going to win the Super Bowl? You can. And what's going to be interesting is during the season when it starts in a few weeks, like what the, the live bet options are going to be. So check it out. It's always changes, always new stuff on BetUS. It's the top betting platform online. And if you sign up now, they will uh, give a hundred, they will match 125% of your first wager. So check it out. Do it. What do you say? Do, do it. It. Yeah. do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Let's do the 53 man roster. All right. Let's start. All right. All right. Where do you want to start at? What position? Let's a whole quarterbacks for the end. Yeah, let's start on defense. All right, defense. So defense. Let's go corners. I got them keeping six right now. They got uh, Traveris Ward, Yamador, Lenore, Sam Womack, Sean Jameson, and Ambry Thomas. I think those guys are locks. By the way, he was talking about Isaiah, and when I talk, when I say he, I mean Wilkes was talking about Isaiah mm -hmm. Oliver today. Seems like he's damn near a lock, which sucks for guys like Quantrez Knight because I think if all things were equal, they would take Knight over Isaiah Oliver. But because of the contract situation, I think they might end up going with Oliver. Uh, and then I think Anthony Averitt, A.J. Parker, Nate Brooks get cut, maybe signed to the practice squad. What do you got when it comes to the corners? Yeah. Um, Isaiah Oliver's going to make it because of his contract. Yeah. Which is too bad for Quantra. I feel like Quantrez Knight made the team, but he's not going to make it because Isaiah Oliver uh, got a contract and Avery Thomas was a third-round pick. If it were me, I would keep Quantrez Knight over Samuel Womack. I'm not a Sam Womack fan. I feel like he gives up big plays, but I think they're going to keep him. Didn't That's my one. I feel like Quantrez Knight should make this team, but I don't think he will. Didn't Womack give up a big one today? To he did. He did. Yeah. He gives up big ones all the time. He's very aggressive. He's close. He plays press man coverage. He's right there. He just gets beat. I don't know. He's like, he's like the bad version of Diamador Lenore. You know what I mean? Like what Lenore was doing. Yeah, last year before he cleaned it up. Right. 
So what happens when Darrell Luter comes off of the pup? What happens to the roster? Then? They just throw him on the practice squad. Are they trying to sneak him on the practice squad? They might just put him on IR for the whole year. Because he had, I mean, he's a rookie with no training camp. What are they going to do with him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Sorry, Q. Yeah. Trying hopefully, to get you on this team. Hopefully next year. All right. So that, those are the corners. If we're talking safeties, uh, obviously Huff, Gibson, Jair Brown, and then it's between Odom, Hawkins, and Hartsfield. I think Hawkins is the best one out of those three. What do you think? Out of Odom, Hawkins, and Hartsfield, what do you think? Mm, I like Hawkins. Yeah. I like Hawkins a lot. Uh, I want. I think he made it. Odom could start the season on Pup or whatever it is. Yeah, Pup. But I want to see Taylor Hawkins make this team. He's a good player. So yeah. Hartsfield, definitely not. But I think Hawkins could make it until Odom comes back. Odom's so good on special teams, they need him. But Hawkins is a good player, too. All right. So Odom to the practice squad, Hawkins actually, or Odom to Pup, Hawkins makes the team. Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. That's, that's six corners, four safeties. That's 10. Linebackers, I got Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, McCrary Ball, Jalen Graham, D. Winners. So that leaves Oren Burks. Uh, Curtis Robinson, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, and Kava Tazino. I have Kava, just um, I don't think he has a chance. But, you know, with Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Mar- Marcelino, Jalen Graham, and Dean Winters, that's five. You think they keep five or go six? And if they keep six, is it Oren Burks, Curtis Robinson, or, or Flanagan Fowles? Yeah. I feel like they're going to stick with Burks. So what would they do here? I think they would keep Oren Burks as the sixth linebacker. I think he's going to make this team. Yeah. Linebacker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Curtis Robinson made it last year. Um, maybe maybe one of the two. Is Oren Burks still hurt? No, I don't think so. Do you, do you think it's possible that they trade one of these linebackers? Mm, yes. I think that a lot of people want the Niners linebacker. So that if they keep Oren Burks, they could trade Curtis Robinson or vice versa. Or Fowles, Flanagan Fowles. You think they might- they could trade Flanagan Fowles? Absolutely. I don't think Flanagan Fowles is going to make the team. He might make another t- uh, another team's roster. Yeah. So those are two two players. I think like Curtis Robinson. I, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if they trade Oren Burks. But like you said, he's a special teamer. So I don't know. Maybe Curtis Robinson, uh, Flanagan Fowles are two possible trades for the 49ers for like a what, seven mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, linebackers. I mean, linebackers look good, so they're they're pretty much sewed up. But if you have them keeping six linebackers, that means I got to take one away somewhere. How many think? How many do you think they keep on the D line? I mean, they could keep if they keep ten. Is that twenty seven uh, defensive players? If they keep ten, it's twenty six. I have them with twenty six. Yeah, they could go twenty six on defense. Let here. Let's go through it. Uh, Eric Armstead, yes. Javon Hargrave. Hargrave, yes. Givens, yes. Hyder, yes. Bosa, yes. Farrell, yes. Drake Jackson. <laughs> he got a pick six today. He, he did. Balls, pause, but he is. Is Kinlaw going to make this team? So I have him as a as a possible. I don't know. I don't know. This is really hard. I I think there's definitely going to be at least one or two trades here on the defensive line because they got a lot of like at least semi capable guys. You know, if you got Eric Armstead, J- Javon Hargrave, Robert Bill Jr., I mean, he's going to make the team, right? Uh, yeah, and I think T.Y. McGill's probably going to make it over Marlon Davidson. I think T.Y. McGill's going to make really? it. They like him. I, I like yeah. what I see from Marlon, man. I would be surprised if they uh, – maybe they do. 
So Javon's like right on the border. I mean, look, Armstead, Hargrave, Bill, Givens, Hyder, Bosa, Farrell, Jackson, Davis. Kalia Davis can make the team too, man. He was out yeah. there today. He looked pretty good. I just That's, I don't guys. know. I named yeah. nine guys, and there's Kinlaw, McGill, Wagey, Barrett, Kalia Davis, and Austin Bryant. Austin Bryant's looked pretty good. I mean, Breland speaks. I don't think he has a chance. He's cut. But, I mean, if they're keeping 10 out of Kinlaw, McGill, Wagey, Barrett, Davis, and Bryant. Who are they McGill. Keep? I would keep McGill. So what does that mean for Kinlaw? They got to trade him or, or cut him? I'm sure he'd love to get traded. He probably would. Get a first yeah. Start. Trade him. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Hey. And because I, I think Barrett's shown flashes, Bryant has shown flashes. So those are two guys that are going to get snatched up. Kalia Davis, everyone was excited about him. That's probably not going to work out. They got mm -hmm. some capital here that they could move. And who knows if they they might sign a guy that gets cut from another team. They might. They absolutely might. Um, they just got so many numbers here. I feel like. Teams are going to be looking for who the Niners cut and signing someone off their team, like Marlon Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I mean, when I watch Marlon Davidson, to me, it looks like he's earned a spot. But, I mean, maybe you're, you're right. You think McGill is better than Davidson? Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it is the best D, the two best D tackles are Hargrave and Armstead. Then after them, it's Givens and McGill. And then after them, Davidson and Kinlaw at, at those at that, at that level. That's what I'd say. Yeah. yeah, that's right, man. Well, yeah. hopefully, kind of find somewhere good to go. But yeah, I mean, that makes if we go that route, you're at 26 on defense. So we're yeah, drop somebody from the offense. Yeah, well, maybe I I'm not sure. Kerry Hyder makes his team in. Kerry Hyder, not sure about that. He's injured right now too. I yeah, I don't know about Kerry Hyder. He might he might be done. Okay. He might be done. He's getting up there. All right. So maybe yeah. they. But maybe still, I'm not sure Kerry Hyder makes his team. They're still probably going to keep 10, though, right? On the D line, regardless. Perhaps, yeah. We, we can go with 26 on defense. Okay. All right. Want to go to, um, let's do special teams real quick. Mm -hmm. Knock that out. I, I, do you agree they're going to keep Moody regardless of what happens just because they don't want to look ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to make the team, yeah. at least at first. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. Jake Moody's on the team. Mitch Wisnowski, obviously, and Tabor Pepper. No Tabor question. Dallas. They're going to try to trade for him, see if they can get something for him. So mm -hmm. that's three. So now we got 26 plus three. We got 29. So we got okay. we have 24 spots left on the offense. Okay. Let's let's start with um, wideouts. So wideouts is interesting because Ray Ray and Danny are hurt. Here's what I mm -hmm. think they're going to do. You tell me if you agree. I think they're going to keep Ayuk, obviously, and Samuels, obviously, Juwan Jennings. I think they're going to uh, keep Ray Ray and Danny Gray for the 53. And then they're going to move them, um, depending on their health, possibly to the IR or just keep them and see if they can come back. Mm -hmm. Probably keep Ronnie Bell. And then if they move Ray Ray and Danny Gray to IR, they can sign Willie Sneed. They'll cut him, and then they can activate Willie Sneed. And maybe even Chris Conley. What do you think about Anthony Miller? Do you think Anthony Miller – who's this Anthony Miller guy? Like, I haven't heard too much about him. I know he's 449 guy. Uh, they just signed him today. Does he have a chance? Yeah. Or is this a practice? I mean, he wasn't even out there in practice. I feel like it's a little late for him to get out here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's so many 
there's so many ways to, to cut a player on offense since you only have 24. Like, let's start at the O line. I, I don't even think you have eight players on this offense. I feel like you got seven. You got seven. Seven offensive seven. linemen. The yeah. starters, Feliciano and Jalen Moore, will be there. Seven Not offensive linemen. No, he'll be on the practice squad. He seems better than Jalen Moore to me. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But I think that I think Ilm will be on the practice squad. Okay. I yeah, just because I, 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 I mean, you could argue that he's better than Jalen, but I think Jalen probably will get well, there's a better chance that Jalen Moore would get claimed on waivers because people think he was drafted and he was supposed to be a guard. And I haven't played him at guard yet. I think another team might want to see him at guard. Il Manning was an undrafted free agent. I just think they're they can clear him. But seven. If, if I had to bet right now, I would say to keep obviously Trent, Aaron Banks, Jake Brindell, Spencer Burford, Colt McKivitz. And if I was betting, I would say they keep John Feliciano, Il Manning, and Jalen Moore. I would think they would keep those eight because who else are they going to roll with? They got Nick Zakelge, Leroy Watson, Matt Pryor, maybe. And then I think Jason Post headed for the practice squad, Joey Fisher, uh, Corey Luciano. They should cut Keith Ismail. Alfredo's the international thing. But you, So what do you think they do? Are they going to sign somebody else? They can't just keep seven. Can't they, though? I mean, it's like – how many backup offensive linemen are active on game days anyway? Two? Two? So instead of having a, like another offensive lineman who's inactive on the 53, just call a guy up from the, from the practice squad. You can do that, right? You're allowed to call it. See what I'm saying? Like, I just keep seven because whoever that eighth guy is is going to be worse than someone you're cutting from a different position. I like would, Nick Sakel is going to be worse than whoever you want to cut on the D-line. I think, I think that makes sense, but I would keep Elm over Jalen Moore all okay. day. All day. I mean, if you're worried that Il Manning's going to get claimed on waivers and put on someone else's 53, then by all means keep him. But I just, I would bet that he wouldn't. Get, you think he gets? Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to pick up a six-two undrafted free agent rookie left tackle. Yeah. But I could be wrong, and they got maybe, maybe there's a buzz around the league about him about what he's put on on tape. They got to know. They have to do their reconnaissance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. It, that, it's interesting. I think that's another possibility. I mean. There's really no one to trade there, though. There's no one that they're going to trade from that. Group. No, no one wants the Niners' backup offensive lineman. I don't think they want their, their starting right tackle either. How concerned are you about this O-line? If, if, if this O-line is the people we just mentioned, what grade do you give them? I guess C-plus. You got a great left tackle. You got a solid left guard and a solid center and question marks everywhere else. Question marks are right, right guard, right tackle, and all, all across the bench. So... C plus. You know what? You know what? You know what sucks, Grant. It's good enough as as long as they're not playing Dallas or Philly. <laughs> Think about this. I, I did a poll and uh, about this. What I wanted to do in March was go after an, one of these offensive linemen. I had like four of them on the list. One of them was Dewan Jones. Mm. He was available with that Jake Moody pick. You could have just re-signed or the Cam Moore. Latu pick. Yeah, or Cam Latu, right? Mm-hmm. You either signed Robbie Gold and got Dewan Jones and had a like mm-hmm. a franchise right tackle, mm-hmm. or you could have got him instead of Latu. And it's frustrating they went that the direction. Would you? I ran this poll. I said, would you feel better about Moody? And or excuse me, yeah, Moody. I've, I voted in this poll. I voted in this poll. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, Moody and McKivitz or Dewan Jones and Robbie Gold. And that one. Overwhelmingly, everyone said Dewan Jones. That one. Yeah. I didn't understand how the Niners drafted zero offensive tackles. Like, 
you signed Matt Pryor, but you didn't draft an offensive tackle. Like, don't tell me there weren't any offensive tackles who didn't who who didn't who fit your off uh, your scheme because Matt Pryor doesn't fit it at all. Yeah, at all. So could have had Dewan Jones. I'm with you on that. All right, what's next? All right, halfbacks. Um, right now they got C- uh, CMC Mitchell's back from injury. TDP and Mason. I think they keep those four guys on the 53, and then Jeremy Nichols, Brian Hill, who they signed today. I don't think make the squad and i think jeremy nichols is actually injured now also and that's probably why they signed brian hill do you think they keep yeah. four backs cmc mitchell tdp mason they're such a run first team and they've had so many injuries at running back like more injuries at running back than even at quarterback i feel like they're going to keep those four tailbacks uh one will be inactive on game days maybe i don't know mason although he's better than tdp but yeah i think yeah, he's better than TDP. So they have to decide, do they want to keep TDP as a fourth running back who's inactive on game days? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Because you don't really have a running back on the practice squad. So I think they keep four four tailbacks and, and use check. Who, which one of these guys which one of these guys is a special teamer out of those four four running backs? TDP Mason? Mason. I think Mason. Mason. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense to have Mason. Have him yeah. there. Um the other thing too, they, they got rid of Laburn. And I, I think my my best guess is because I like labor and I like what I saw from him. My best guess is they were doing him a favor, seeing if he can mm-hmm. get on another team. And if he's not, they'll probably sign him to the practice squad if he's still around um, in regards to labor. And I saw I just wanted to bring that up because they cut him a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, full, fullback, man. Kyle Juice check. Jack Coletto, obviously, they're going to keep Juice. You think Jack has any chance of making this team or are they just going to practice squad? I'm like practice squad. Okay, they're not going to. There's no way they're keeping two fullbacks. They don't even use the one they have. The reason why I'm asking is because when I look at these tight ends, they look like not good. Like there's not a lot of tight ends, so you could almost throw them in one of the tight end spots and use them in special teams and have them there. Because I mean, let's talk about tight ends. The only tight end that I think I'm convinced is 100% going to make the team is George Kittle. Cam Latu, maybe if he continues to play like he did he did good in the last game but he's been struggling all training camp and because of his draft capital they'll probably keep him on the team after that though i mean everyone's talking about Braden willis in camp i haven't seen anything from him you maybe you're you you know better me but i haven't yeah Braden willis i haven't seen him do enough to take a vet's job i feel like he's a late seventh round pick that's a guy you could put on your practice squad if we're being honest outside of george kittle the best tight end this offseason has been troy fumagalli Right. Who did nothing in the last preseason game? Nothing. <laughs> right. So out of Braden was so I had like to- honestly, like Dwelly's probably gonna make the team again. Right. So like that that's what I'm saying for Jack Coletto. Is yeah, like, like why not keep Jack Coletto, who can do uh, everything, versus one of these tight ends that aren't doing shit. Because the way this offense is set up, the outside zone is very much dependent on that tight end at the point of attack. And that's why they drafted Cam Latu. That's why he's going to make the team. That's why Charlie Warner could make the team. That's why, I mean, that's why Kittle was originally brought on the team. So, so those three, four, I feel like. Four? four tight ends or how many tight ends you got? George Kittle. Probably four. Probably Cam four. Latu. Who else? George Kittle, Cam Latu. I would keep Dwelly to me because he looks. Dwelly like- and probably Willis. Okay. So Fumagalli. I mean, Fumagalli and Charlie Warner, like. Charlie Warner can go. He does nothing. You're yeah. Not Fumagalli could be on the practice squad. Okay. So and if you lost him, oh, well. 
<laughs> All right, so that's where we're at. So then you want to go back to the wideouts? What are we covered that? Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Jawan Jennings, Ray Ray, Danny Gray, Ronnie Bell, six. Yeah. And then they move one either Ray Ray or Danny Gray to R and pick up Willie Sneed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it quarterback time? It's quarterback time. Uh three of them, I think. <laughs> okay. Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, Brandon Allen. Boom. That's it, right? Man. <laughs> that's oh man. What if it remember is? that remember when that was a thing? Remember when that was a thing? It might be a thing. It yeah. might be. It I, it really yeah. might be a thing. I have I have the only one that's guaranteed to make this team is Brock Purdy. Guaranteed Brock yeah. Purdy's making it. We know that, right? Uh, yeah. Outside of that, they could move Lance. They could move Darnold. They could pull in Brandon Allen. What do you think they're going to do, man? Is it too early for you to give me a prediction? What, what do you think is going to happen, honestly? What's your honest? In this depth man? chart, it's going to be, it's going to, they're going to keep the big three. Okay. And they're going to do something weird or like, one week Darnold will be the backup and Lance will be inactive. And the next week Lance will be the backup and Darnold will be inactive. Like Yeah. They're gonna do some weird stuff. Just here's to be what, fair. Here's what's bothering me though, Grant. Like whichever one of these, whether it's Trey Lance or Sam Darnold, whichever one is QB two, they are missing out right now by splitting all these reps because if some happens mm-hmm. to Brock Purdy, they're gonna need to come in and play. And I think we're all gonna be wishing they would have had more reps. What are you talking about? Darnold threw seven passes today. Lance threw seven passes. That's more than enough. What are you talking about? Wouldn't it be better if it was 14 uh, for one of them? Nah, as we've known about Trey Lance, he's a quick starter. All he needs is three throws. He's good. What's funny is, like, I've watched Russell Wilson for, like, what, 12 years in the NFL? And that guy, he's not at his peak anymore, but he was always a guy who would start slow in games and finish fast and win because it's important to play your best in the fourth quarter. That might be Trey Lance for all we know, but we'll never know because uh, he won the one game in the second half when he got hot. And then his next game, there was a torrential downpour in the fourth quarter and no one could throw the ball in the fourth quarter. And then he broke his leg in the first quarter of the next game. So he might be like Russell Wilson, the kind of guy who just gets better as the game goes along. And we've been crushing him because he can't capitalize on his seven throws in training camp. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Sam Donald has played for this is his sixth season. Sam Donald doesn't need reps. The only reason you could be, the only reason Kyle Shannon could be giving reps to Sam Donald is one, he he's he's the QB two in Kyle Shannon's eyes, or he's not he's not decided, or he's trying to showcase him for a trade. Because why the hell does Sam Donald need reps? He's played for six years. The guy who needs it is Trey Lance. That's the guy who needs these reps. And if he's going to be a quarterback, too, and you spent all offseason giving Darnold all these reps, then you fucked up again when it comes to Trey Lance. You know? I get the feeling that Kyle doesn't want Lance to be quarterback, too, that he made up in his mind. Not that he doesn't want Lance, but he decided before it all started. You know how he likes to project things because he thinks he can see the future? He decided that Darnold was going to be better than, than Lance this offseason. And I think he's wrong. And I think Lance has sort of proved him wrong. And the question now is, is Kyle going to respond and react to the evidence in front of him or be stubborn and go with what he thinks he should happen? So we'll see. I think Lance is playing well in spite of uh, Kyle Shanahan and probably um, in spite of his expectations. So what are you going to do, Kyle? If I'm predicting, I think Trey Lance is your QB, too. That's my prediction. Um 
I just really think that he's going to go all in on – well, let me back up. Let me not say that. I just think Trey Lance has proven to be a, the better quarterback between the two of them in camp, in practice, in games. And Sam Darnold costs you more money if you play him. So if you're going to have a guy that has an incentivized-based contract, right now he's guaranteed what? He made a one and a half. He's guaranteed three and a half. But he has incentives that could push his contract all the way to $11.5 million, which is $2 million more than what Trey Lance makes this year. So if Sam Darnold's your QB2 and he has to play, now you're spending up to $7 million additional than you had planned. So to me, it's like if – And you're spending all this money on Trey not to play. Right. So to me, if all things are equal, and I think Trey Lance is winning this competition, but even if it was a tie or close – you go with Trey Lance as quarterback too because of that. It was interesting. Jed York was down watching camp today, and I hadn't seen him do it all year. He was talking to John Lynch, and I was trying to think, like, what do you think he's talking about? And I'll never know, but it'd be nice. I'd like to think that he was saying, like, hey, you know, you know Sam Darnold's never going to start, right? You know that's not going to happen, right? Yeah. That would be you great. know my family's not spending $7 million more for Sam Darnold, right? That's Yeah. Also, where's Nick Bosa? Is he coming in? Coming in anytime soon? See him? Is he in? Is he in? Those are the conversations for sure. Yeah. Quarterback. Because we're both. yeah, we're ready to write this check. Where is he? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. I don't. I don't think Donald's QB two, man. I really don't see it happening. Um, I know the pessimist in you wants to think that, and I get it. Um, and I, I sometimes I feel that way. Uh, but I really think it's it's Trey Lance. Honestly, uh, Kyle could be trying to find a trade partner for for Sam Donald at this point too. That's another option. That um, doesn't exist. It doesn't. Green Bay. It doesn't exist. The only team that likes Sam Darnold is the Niners. Can I just say one thing real quick? I feel like this um, strategy of adding all the people, all the rejects from the Panthers is a little strange. Look, they got Christian McCaffrey. That's great. Then they double down a million times. Bring in Sam Darnold. Bring in Steve Wilkes. Bring in freaking Miles Hartsfield. Like, why? Why? Why why is this team like Panthers West? That's strange. Carolina West. Yeah, it's so strange. It's really, I don't know. It's not what you want to be. I don't like it. Saul Goodman says, Coward's comments today were so asinine. Admits he didn't watch the game, but said Trey Lance was bad and saying Darnold clearly the best quarterback on the roster. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, Colin, you literally said some people told you that Trey Lance was decent, competent in the game against the Broncos, but you didn't watch, but it doesn't matter because he's not good. Dude. What? Grant. And you can't even get off your ass to go to a practice, but and you and you won't watch a game on TV like nice, dude. There's one thing that I learned this last year specifically after after like really diving into this content creation stuff for the 49ers is that these national guys don't know what the hell they're talking about, man. They are so out of it. They just hear something and run with it. I, man, he is This is why I stopped watching ESPN like 2 or 3 years ago and just watch you and I mean, they don't know what the hell is going on with the team. It's ridiculous. It's quite ridiculous. Uh, Double B Studio says, Hargrave got the bag, which comes with calories. <laughs> Double B. It does. Jay, Jay McCallan says, I can't wait for McKivitz versus TJ Watts. You really can't wait for that? I think Brock Purdy can wait for that. Ricky Williams says Kinlaw is cooked. Oliver is cooked. These guys are just taking up a roster spot for one of these more intriguing rookies like Bell or the young linebacker DB. Cooked, says Ricky Williams. 
Double B Studio says, why does it feel like Niners pay wrong guys just because? I don't know. It feels like the Niners give these guys a lot of money and all of a sudden they're like, yes, I don't have to play football anymore. I'm set for life and the next life. And I don't like this game anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play. They cut labor and what's his status? Free agent. Surf yeah. D's. I think they he could be in the practice squad. Yeah, I think they're just giving him opportunity to see if he can yeah. find somewhere else to go. If not, he'll be back practice squad. Adam K, nice to have you. Sirs 11, Mason Crosby is still available. So is Robbie Gold. Saul Goodman, Grant, please turn down your mic. It's too loud. Sorry. Brandon Crow, what do you think about the two safety formation? I, I think like most it. defenses have two safety. What are we talking about? He's talking about the two nickels. I think he's talking about that Wilkes was talking about Isaiah oh. Oliver, Yamanor, Lenore. Like, oh, I think that's what he's talking about. Could be, could be. Twenty Nine ers says, "What's up with ESPN and their propaganda to poop on Trey, to poop on him?" It's really popular right now to make videos about Trey Lance or to talk about Trey Lance. It doesn't matter if you know what you're talking about. You just got to make one. You just got to say something about Trey Lance. And probably if you say negative things about Trey Lance, you'll get more attention. So I think that's what they're doing. I think you, either way, like I think JTO Sullivan figured it out. He is making video after video about Trey Lance because he's smart and because every, everyone wants to know about Trey Lance. And I think he's very, fairly down the middle. He'll have some clips where he really goes in on Lance, which caters to people that want that kind of criticism. And then he'll have clips where he like defends Lance and shows how he's good and how Kyle Shannon isn't really doing him any favors, which freaking I eat up. So I think he's being pretty smart, playing to both sides. Smart. Did you see my interaction with uh, JT yesterday? Cause he, because like he went from, this is a bad read from Trey Lance to this is the worst rep I've ever seen of this particular. And you somehow pulled a, a clip of him doing the same exact thing, but worse. Yeah. Yeah. During a game with the Niners, which was just like, damn, you know, Ryan, how did you know, you know that? You know, what was crazy is that all I just looked for is I looked at his. So it, it happened so quick. I looked at his statistics with the Niners. I noticed one game against the Patriots. He had three interceptions in the same game. I, I hit I, I watched one video on it and it was the first freaking interception that popped up. It took me like two and a half minutes to find that clip. And it was. <laughs> The exact same shit that he said is the worst thing he's ever saw. So it was interesting. I like JTO. I like his content. I enjoy watching it. Uh, no knock on him. But when you go that extreme level, that hyperbole to like say things like that, after we got done, saw Jimmy Garoppolo did that shit for six years. Yeah. Act like we didn't see that for six years with Jimmy Garoppolo. Come on, man. It was a good burn. I do think that JTO does a really good job. He does. Um, but you, he deserved that. Merlin Russell says, for real, have you heard the new song, Rich Men from Richmond? Uh, no, I'll have to check it out. And Trey, by week five, will be our starter again. Why? Because Dallas is going to have a great D-line, and they're going to, I don't know. Brandon Crow says, what do you think of the two-nickel formation? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's opening himself up to big criticism because let's say he decides – Oliver is the right guy for this matchup, and he gets roasted. Well, then you can be like, well, why did you try the other guy? Why did you, why'd you go with Oliver? Yeah, it just seems uh, extra. When you could it just- feels like he wanted Oliver on the team, and instead of him being like, okay, Oliver isn't good enough, he'd be like, okay, well, let's just still find a way to use him sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Adam K still trying to give me more money. Thank you for the $2. Saul Goodman, please turn down your gain and your mic. I can hear you breathe. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry, Adam K says, what is the likelihood of Lance getting QB2 spot? I called out JTL Sullivan yesterday on Twitter for being a terrible QB himself, but calling others on mechanics and decision-making, let's just say he didn't like that. Okay, um, 
leave him alone. JTO, he's doing us a service. What's the likelihood of Lance getting QB2 spot? Um, I, my I, guess is 45%. I, I'm going to give it 70%. I like your, I like your optimism. Yeah. He deserves it. Sean S. says, Banana Hands believes he doesn't need good alignment with his scheme. And he doesn't most of the time until he faces a great D-line and then he loses. What's interesting about the Niners, they say that the, the D-line is the great equalizer because all the rules are set up to protect the quarterback. And if you can hit the quarterback, now you got a chance. Well, I feel like the Niners are so much more committed to hitting the other team's quarterback than protecting their own. Like, dude, well, you understand yeah. the principle. Protect your damn quarterback because you're trying to hit the other guys. And once you hit that, you know what I mean? But here's the thing I don't understand about that. They, they do, JT Sullivan made a great video uh, to his defense about the seven-step drop. And you can't really run a seven-step drop without good protection. So I don't buy the whole he doesn't need good offensive linemen for the scheme. He absolutely does. Maybe he believes that, Sean. I'm not disagreeing with you, but uh, he does need a good offense. Every team needs a good offensive lineman, and it just doesn't feel like they prioritize it, which is strange to me considering what happened. Like the Trey got ripped in on that play that he showed by two guys at the same time. It's the same way that uh, Josh Johnson got hurt. Uh, seven step drop, under center. They got to prioritize it, man. Yeah, if you want to be that kind of offense that calls deep drops from under center, you really need some good pass protection, which the Niners don't have. Adam K, what is the likelihood of Lance? We got you. Sean S, banana hands, got you. Rick, mm, yeah. Sam Car Sam Darnold is QB one. Okay, Juan Torres, Ryan G is the man. Mexican in my eyes. Says one. 808 Niners says TDP ain't making this team. He can't pass block. He can't pass block air. Knight needs and deserves to be on this team. He can cover and hits hard. He can have Jimmy's role. Yeah, he definitely they gotta put Knight on this team, man. Got to. He's better than whatever eighth offensive lineman they would put on this team. Hopefully he gets it in. Ink Talk TV says, What's popping, Grant and Ryan? I'm Sorry. late. What's up? What's up? What's up? Marco Bravo says, when Trey gets hit. When Trey gets his chance to start, he will outshine Purdy and Darnold. <laughs> I was thinking, we've talked about this, but if Trey does, it does end up QB three to start the season. Like it'd be a blow to his ego and that might even hurt his confidence at first, but it might be what's best for him. Because if he plays before Darnold, there's always going to be people being like, you know, Darnold looking over his shoulder and people saying, start Darnold. But if Trey comes in as the third guy and he's the savior, then everyone will just have to get on board like they did with Brock last year. I would like him to be the second guy and be the savior, like if he needs to personally, because I don't give a shit if Darnold's looking over his shoulder. Who the hell is Sam Darnold? But I will say, Grant, I did the numbers on it. Under Kyle Shanahan, the third-string quarterback has a 63% chance of starting a game. Uh, so, I mean, still pretty good odds. Pandango Gaming says, if Purdy wasn't ready till week 3-4, do you think the narrative of Lance would have been different? If Purdy wasn't ready to, oh, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, absolutely. Right. Because it's like they have to, the narrative is that Brock's so much better than everyone else that he has to start. But if he wasn't ready, maybe they'd be like pumping up Trey. Right. Matthew Sanders, am I taking crazy pills? Does anyone think Brock is going to turn the ball over hella? Plus, I think games are going to be tight until D gets to jails. I think he will. I think what we're seeing in, in camp is that once a defense sees Brock a lot, you start to see his tendencies. He's not, he, he throws left more than right. He throws short more than long. He rolls left. It happened to Jimmy too. Once you get more exposure to a guy who's limited, the turnovers come more often. 
Here's what I do know. His touchdown to interception ratio is not going to be the same as it was last year. I can tell you that much. I don't know if he's just going to be a turnover machine, but I fully expect him to have more turnovers than he did last year. Absolutely. Yep. I think we're seeing it in practice. Uh, 808 Niner, the question is if BP is the, the guy. Why are they building up Sam Darnold when he can walk at the end of the season and get nothing for him? But you have Trey Lance who needs reps and have control of him for two more years. It's true. Good question. That's true. Good freaking question. Yeah. Well, I think it's because the Niners have handled their quarterback room erratically and continue to do so. Josh Wyatt says, in retrospect, the only losing season came with the Bosa injury. Why are we freaked out about a backup quarterback but not backup DN with no Bosa contract? It's a good point as well, sir. I, you know, I was I was really concerned about the quarterbacks coming into this season, but you know, I've seen Brock. Brock looks healthy, so we know what we get from Brock. You can win a lot of games with Brock. I think Trey looks improved. So with those two guys, I'm not really worried about the quarterback as much as I was, but he's right. I'm worried about the offensive line, and I'm worried about the D, the D line, the depth, and I'm also worried about special teams and Wilkes a little bit. Well, he, Jimmy got hurt in 2020 as well. And I think what's interesting, what if Jimmy hadn't gotten hurt in 2020? Bosa goes down. Jimmy plays the whole year. They probably go 8-8. Eight and eight. What do they do in the offseason? Do they trade for Trey Lance? Probably not. Where would the Niners be right now if Jimmy hadn't gotten hurt in 2020? Would they have won a championship? Would he still be on the team? I don't know. Where would they be if he didn't get hurt in 2022? <laughs> right. I know. I know. I know. I know. The thing about Jimmy is that he gets hurt. Yeah. Silky Smooth Smithers says, what's up, fellas? The biggest G's in the game, the homie Grant and the Ryan OG Hensley. Keep it real, fellas. Who y'all signing with? Death Row or Bad Boys? Oh, Death Row, bro. Like, what? Death Row, West Coast. Bad Boy. Wow. Bad Boy. Wow, not Bad Boy. You can't sign with Diddy. Nah. I don't want to go into business with Suge Knight. That's true. New Death Row is owned by Snoop. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah, I feel like, you know, P, P. Diddy kind of screw over a lot of his artists. Like like Mace doesn't have good things to say about him. Dude, P. Diddy. But Tupac was trying to get signed to Bad Boy and thought he was going to get signed to Bad Boy. And then he got shot outside of Biggie Studios. And then, and then, didn't he go to jail? And then Suge got him out of jail. And then he signed with Dude, Death Diddy, Row. Diddy's sketch, man. He plays this role, you know, dancing with shiny pants on and stuff. But that dude is sketch. Dude, Suge is sketch. Yeah, Suge yeah. is the scariest man of all time. You no, know, you know what you get with Suge Knight. Didn't you know what you get with uh, Puff Daddy, the best dancer. <laughs> he's a great. He's all up in the video for the betterment of the video. I mean, he, dude, just his little laugh in the back makes his makes songs way better. He goes, <laughs> that's way better than if it didn't have that. I love Puff Daddy. I'm a Puff Daddy fan. Oh my gosh, no, no, Grant, I, I, great I, dancer. New Death Row under Snoop. Great Death taste. Row. Yeah, I'm signing with. Uh, I'm signing with uh, Master P. That's who I'm signing with. That's right. Shout out Master P. Although his son really doesn't like him very much. Shout out Lil Romeo. Robert says, Cowherd loves Trey until he broke up with his daughter. That is... True. True. <laughs> Truish guy says, I'm late. What's up, fellas? O-line or quarterbacks today? Defense. Special teams. You missed it. Tyler says, Lance needs more playing time. He got in a rhythm with the fourth. Give him more stabs. No, 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 no. Bury him. So Because they have Sam Darnold. Keneal says, love Trent, but can't lie. It'd be nice to have five good linemen, then one great one in holes everywhere. That makes a good point, Keneal. Guy makes a good point. The guy makes a good point. Quan DeGoat says, appreciate the coverage, Brother Grant. Great something, Ryan. Great what? I don't know what that is. It's too small. 
Sorry. <laughs> but thank you. Great paper? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the show. We nice. did it. Yeah. We did it. That was pretty efficient. Only two more days of camp. I thought we did a great job. That was, efficient. That was the Brock Purdy of shows. <sighs> efficient. So, so who got picked? Uh, damn. I think you did. I think you did. I think it's interesting that everyone's just laughing off Brock Purdy's interceptions. If Trey Lance were doing this, people would be crushing him. And people are like, well, Brock Purdy, he's won seven games, so he's above reproach. Okay, unless this starts happening this year and they lose games. Then people are going to be freaking out. So we'll see. It, he didn't throw any picks in this last game against Denver. It was one drive. What if it was a whole game? Can't wait to see. You know what's interesting, Grant? Something that people um... – discount like oh Trey if you say Trey Lance is doing good um always oh, going against third and fourth stringers you know he's going against plumbers and carpenters well I looked at the statistic for Brock Purdy going against plumbers and carpenters last year and Trey Lance's numbers are better so I just find it interesting man Trey Lance is actually doing better than Brock Purdy did last year in preseason Trey Lance's numbers are better this year in preseason than Brock Purdy's were last year in preseason against plumbers and carpenters right so, I don't know, man. I think it's almost as if like any quarterback who plays on this offense with these all-star weapons is going to put up good numbers. And with Trey, since he's so inexperienced, you might need to give him like a half or a, or a game or two before he starts really hitting his stride. But he will. I mean, probably even Sam Darnold would. It's too good of a supporting cast to fall on your face. Like CJ Beathard probably could do pretty good here. I would imagine. Well, and Nick <laughs> Mullins. What have we heard about Trey that, can't hit the lips. He's inaccurate. That's not true anymore. Like, it's not true anymore. That shit anymore. He's now accurate. all they say is like, oh, he, he just needs a little bit more time than the Niners are, are able to give him. Right. All right, well, then cut him and let some, someone else get a really good quarterback. If I really feel like the rest of the league missed out. They could have had Trey Lance at the draft, and there were teams drafting like freaking Will Levis in the second round. Like, <laughs> well, just trade a fourth for Trey Lance right now. Trade a third for Trey Lance right now. Should have done it. Missed out. The only thing is the, on that rookie contract, it's a lot cheaper, you know, than, and, and you got four or five years versus Trey Lance. You only got two left. So I think that's what a lot of teams were thinking. Come yeah, but the, but, but the ability to get a, a, a top three pick who's still 23 yeah. for a day three pick, tell me another opportunity like that. That's I mean, crazy. The Redskins and the Buccaneers are stupid. They're, look at their quarterback right now. They should Sam Howell. They should have done that. Yeah, they should still do it. Sam Howell is your starting quarterback. I mean, hey, maybe he's better than I know of, but Sam Howell is your starting quarterback. And Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield is your starting quarterback. It's going all in on Trey Lance. Trade for Trey Lance. I think yeah. that would be the smarter move. Oh, too late. Michael says, do you think the stalling of the contract signing of Bosa is the front office trying to figure out a way to fit Kirk in for next year? No. I don't know. No. No. I think it's Nick Bosa asking for a lot of money. More than Niners have ever given out to a single player. Darnay Harvey says, if Huff is dropping gifts by Purdy in practice, imagine what Fitzpatrick will do week one. Yeah, Fitzpatrick's nice, man. At this point, I'm just expecting uh, picks from Brock every game. Jewish guy says, Niners are two and a half point favorites over Pitt. Do you like that bet sponsored ad here? <laughs> no, I don't like that bet. I would not bet on the Niners to cover the spread on the road week one. I wouldn't. Ink Talk TV says, I'm waiting for Friday to see if Trey can encore. <laughs> I feel you. Last one, Ken says Brock was throwing interceptions all in practice last year, and no one had an issue with about it. So what's the problem now? Trey beat the night for thir uh, four thirteen Texan plumbers. 
Yeah, but then I feel like it did kind of carry over for Brockton in the games. This just he got lucky a lot. Like they dropped a bunch of his picks in games. So I said that last. Maybe year he's lucky guy. For it. I said I got on Twitter yeah. and got ripped for it. I'm like, you know, and it's a good thing. You know, I, it's good to have luck. But he got lucky as hell last year. There's a yeah. lot of dropped interceptions last year, and yeah, I don't know if that's always going to continue for him. Hopefully, mm. receipt on JT. What's up with Q Knight? He was hitting. Got to make the team. I'm so, I'm I'm upset that I didn't have him on there in the first, but he's got to make the team. Mr. Mr. G Hensley, good stuff. Hey man, I'm I'm like 50 away from 5,000. Come subscribe, I'd appreciate. Yo, it. go subscribe to Ryan Hensley's YouTube channel because he's like 50 away from 5,000. That's what I heard from That's the source. Before the yeah. before the season starts, and I'm almost there. He's he's gonna make it. Do it. All right, yo. See you guys later. You hold on.